Yeah, Fulak was our last mission. We uh, had a year in Vietnam. We ran uh, many patrols, were very successful. And you'd asked me earlier about the POW mission. Uh, the CIA came to us and let it be known that they had discovered the POW camp because one of its uh, soldiers was tired of that treatment uh, as a guard. And he escaped. The CIA picked him up and brought him to me. His name was Lap. And he was 19 years old. And he told me where the POW camp was. Hi there and welcome in to a brand new week of Celebrity Salute. Dedicated to the men and women who serve our country in active duty, our veterans and their families. We're here for you. God bless you. We love you. On each episode, we look for people and stories with some connection to these heroes. I'm Randy Miller. Major Capers, The Legend of Team Broadminded, is a biographical documentary following the life of a real American hero, Marine Major James Capers Jr. Major Capers took part in 50 classified missions, was wounded 19 times in battle, three Purple Hearts, many other awards, and we are so honored to have Major James Capers and filmmaker Ashley Cusato here on Celebrity Salute. There's a new uh, docudrama, a biographical documentary following the life of this American hero, Marine Major James Capers. And the documentary chronicles his progression from his early years, son of a sharecropper, to enlisting in the Marines, where he served as an elite force recon Marine in Vietnam, as well as some clandestine operations in Africa and Eastern Europe. Major James Capers. Major Capers, how are you? Thank you so much for doing this for us. I really appreciate it. Oh, listen, thank you for what you've done for this country, man. I mean, this is uh, incredible. You took part in 50 classified missions, wounded 19 times, and then uh, came back to your high school sweetheart and became the face of the iconic Ask a Marine recruitment campaign. I mean, you you were the guy. You were the man on the poster, right? Yeah, that was the time they needed me, so... It was difficult because I'd just gotten out of the hospital and I was having trouble standing. But uh, I enjoyed the notoriety for a moment because guys like me, uh, because of the color of my skin, uh, were not looked at as equals. So the poster was was, uh, timely. Well, and not only timely, but I would imagine it was it served as a little bit of a vindication for you also after everything that you did go through and the and the tough times and the way you were treated to suddenly your face was the Marine. I mean, that was that was the face of the Marines that had to make you feel good. Yes. It was uh, good therapy for me. And uh, for a lot of uh, servicemen who looked like me, up until 1942, African-Americans were not allowed to serve in the Marine Corps. But in 1968, the Secretary of the Navy thought there was not enough publicity regarding the service of uh, African-American Marines. And so he asked me if I would stand for this pose. So we're talking about the award-winning docufilm about the life and career of one of the highest decorated Force Recon Marines in history, 
Uh, Major Capers, The Legend of Team Broadminded. Uh, it's available now, uh, video on demand on iTunes, Google Play, and Vudu, or you can go to capersthedoc.com. And we have the filmmaker and director, Ashley Cusato, is with us as well. Ashley, how are you? Oh, I'm great, Randy. Thanks so much for having us. So how did you get involved with this project? What what an unbelievable story this is. This is one of those stories where, you know, when you hear the story about uh, major capers, you go, that sounds like a movie. And now it is, right? That's right. That's right. You know, General Williams had brought me the story many years ago, and he had served under major capers and was inspired by major capers after Marine campaign posters himself um, and ultimately joined the Marine Corps. Um, he felt that these story was uh, very important to tell. I mean, these were classified pieces of history that we have now just brought to light, you know, decades later. And, um, you know, General Williams uh, really felt that it was important to bring these pieces of history uh, to the screen. Yeah, and so Major Capers, when you know, I, I know a lot about talking to Marines on this program, and I can tell you a lot of them don't like to talk about themselves. So what did it take for you <laughs> to, to get all of this information out there and, and, and be so public about it? It took a while. PTSD, post-traumatic stress. You know, it's one of those things that uh, a lot of the young guys uh, come home with and they don't feel accepted. And unfortunately, uh, they go overseas, they come home, some marry, some have children. And for some reason, the demons come home and too many of those young men go into a dark room, pick up a pistol and shoot themselves. Yes, sir. Suicide is a terrible thing among young men who've taken lives and watched their friends die. And now they feel alone again. And nobody knows why. You know, some can't find a job. Some uh, resort to drugs. And the world goes on. Nobody really gives a damn. And so they pick up that pistol and they put it through their heads. And they think about it, and they pull the trigger. And the next day, uh, guys like you are on doing what you do. While uh, we have too many of these situations, not to blame you, that's not what I said. But I say that uh, the country does not do what it needs to do for four years when it comes home. Yeah, that that is absolutely the truth. And, you know, we talk about that. Uh, unfortunate thing on this program all the time. It's a horrible statistic, and you're right. It, it still it still goes on, but that's uh, that's another reason why I think this film is so important because it does serve as an inspiration to a lot of those young men. And uh, Ashley, I, I would imagine that's probably part of the reason you wanted to do the story, right? No, it's true. There, there's just when Major Capers and his team were up against insurmountable, insurmountable challenges, um, they persevered and had faith. And there's there are moments of Major Capers' story where he he can share with you where they didn't think a helicopter was going to get off the ground. It was a thousand pounds overweight. Men were injured, bleeding. They had lost their their young dog, uh, their war dog King, and. Um, you know, that helicopter lifted up, hit the ground, lifted up, hit the ground, and ultimately was able to lift off the ground and make it back to the base. 
And there, there's no uh, explanation for that. And in those moments like that is when their faith was strengthened. And, um, and there definitely, we want this to be an inspiration to, you know, to everyone who, who we can share the story with. Absolutely. We're talking about the docu-film, the award-winning docu-film uh, about Major Capers, the legend of Team Broadminded. And I, I, I don't know exactly what you're talking about there in terms of uh, uh, of uh, the the mission you're, you're talking about, Ashley. But Major Capers, yes. uh, I want to ask you about the uh, POW rescue ordered by President Johnson. What took place with that deal? And a lot of these, by the way, these stories are declassified now, right? Yeah, we can talk about missions like that now. For a long time, we had uh, some adversaries. The Russians were not exactly uh, pleased with us going into Southeast Asia, nor was the Chinese. And so, in addition to the Vietnamese, where the Russians and the Chinese and some other nefarious uh, nations who were jealous of our power, and our attempt to bring peace to the world. And so they had things they could do to harm us. So we had to be careful uh, about what we said about this war because they had electronic uh, 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 things that could, uh, could help, you know, could hurt us. And so we didn't talk about these things. And for a lot of reasons, uh, emotionally, we didn't talk about a lot of these things. Because nobody really cared anyway in our minds. But nowadays, uh, uh, the young ladies like Ashley, who, uh, who believes in the project at a time when I needed someone to believe in me. During this time, I had lost my only son. I lost my wife, entire family. Mm. I had some businesses that didn't work. So I started over again and over again. And so I think the frustration, the PTSD, and the grieving process uh, challenged me. But then again, I was a Marine, and I was used to being challenged. So I overcame it, and Ashley is still my daughter, and we're going to get this thing done. And we're going to help humanity if we can. Well, there's no if. We're going to do that. And we hope that they'll learn something on this film. Oh, I'm sure they will. Ashley, uh, we talked about a little bit of this uh, declassified information, and that's why this is the perfect time for something like this to be made, But uh, because you did have access to a lot of things that uh, formerly you, you wouldn't, right? No, absolutely. And by the way, the, the uh, reference I was making um, earlier was to the Fulak mission, which was um, one of their most challenging missions and what they called it uh, almost a suicide mission, which we can talk about um, a, a little bit later. But to, um, to get back to your point, yes, uh, Major Capers made these extraordinary um, uh, raw and honest audio tapes to his wife, Dottie, in the battlefield. And these are some of the most captivating and um, wonderful aspects of the film that we get to thread and, and hear what it was like and how he was feeling and um, what was going on in those moments. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that's, that, you know, th- that kind of stuff, diaries, uh, first-person accounts, that is so captivating and, and compelling to me because you, you get the sense of, of what these folks are doing and, and how they're actually feeling in the field. 
But, you know, let's talk for a second about just some of these commendations. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Major Capers has the uh, Silver Star, two Bronze Stars, the Combat V, three Purple Hearts, the Vietnam Cross of Gallantry, a Joint Service Commendation Medal, Combat Action Ribbon, three Good Conduct Ribbons, Battle Stars, Navy Commendation Medal, Navy Achievement Medal, uh, certificate of merit. I mean, I, just go on and on. Uh, a major, you you have it all except for the Medal of Honor, which you have been nominated for, right? Yes, that is pending now. Uh, my congressman in South Carolina has asked the president to uh, award it to me. Uh, I met with my congressman a couple weeks ago. You know, you never know about these kind of things. Uh, as I said, most of the the men who witnessed some of these missions are gone now, and we have a new war, and sometimes the guys like us, we're lost to history. But we're hopeful that perhaps the uh, president will, uh, will award the medal. I'm getting a little older now, so uh, uh, for me, the clock is ticking. Yeah, well, I mean, if anybody deserves a Medal of Honor, it is Major James Capers, the legend of Team Broadminded. That is the uh, the docudrama available on uh, video on demand, iTunes, Google Play, and Vudu. All right, I got to hear some action story. I mean, can we talk about this gulag? Well, the gulag story, yes, Major Capers. Do you want do you want to share um, a little bit from gulag? Yeah, gulag was our last mission. We uh, had a year in Vietnam. We ran uh, many patrols. We were very successful. And you'd asked me earlier about the POW mission. Uh, the CIA came to us and let it be known that they had discovered a POW camp because one of its uh, soldiers was tired of that treatment uh, as a guard. And he escaped. CIA picked him up and brought him to me. His name was Lap, and he was 19 years old. And he told me where the POW camp was. And along with the CIA and Team Broadminded, we flew to that POW camp, and we landed, and we uh, observed it for a couple of days. Then we went to the camp. We flew to camp. There were no POWs there. And unfortunately, uh, they had moved them because the weather had gotten bad and it took us a, a week or so to, to get our men ready to go. But we burned it down and uh, there would never be another American POW held in that camp. Mm. Unfortunately, uh, so that's the POW camp I was talking about. And I'll tell you a moment about uh, the Pulak mission. But uh, we lost some good POWs uh, there. Uh, unfortunately, many of them didn't come home. But uh, that's you know, one action with the full rock mission. Uh, of course, the POW camp, I got my first Purple Heart on. I was wounded for the first time there. And then I was wounded, wounded twice up there, a place called Quezon. Uh, nasty little police. But Gulak was our last mission. And unfortunately, uh, it was savage. There was what you refer to in your movies, uh, hand-to-hand combat. 
when human beings attack each other and kill each other in the most savage way because survival becomes paramount. And we survived it. We unfortunately killed everybody that came against us. But after four days of fighting and without food and water, we uh, was told to go ahead and not retreat, but to move to another area. And once we did that, um, the Air, Air Corps, they came in and dropped uh, bombs and things of this nature to give us a break. Got out of there and got on a helicopter with my dog and the rest of my team, all wounded, fought a good battle with us in four days. And it was a hard day and night battle mm. struggle. And we got on the helicopter, but it was too many of my survivors for the chopper, which was an H-34, to get off the ground. So not heroics, but I got off the helicopter, light in the road. They were my men. They were like my sons. So I had to give them the best chance of living. Unfortunately, well, I guess fortunately for me, the crew chief grabbed me and pulled me back on the helicopter and rose again. And once again, it, when uh, the battle was over and we were now faced with, do we stay and continue to fight or do we go home? Our job was done and a helicopter come in to pick us up. And unfortunately, we had too many men for that small helicopter. So I got off to lighten the load. And a couple tries, we got back up again, and we were flying to the hospital. And the helicopter began to dip, and it looked like we were going down, looked like we were crashing. I didn't know if we mm. had enough gas or other injuries or mechanical things. But watching it rise again as I was on it, it was the hand of God that reached down and grabbed this helicopter and flew us all the way. That helicopter never flew again. We tried to find it years ago, but uh, it never flew again. It was one of those miracles that you take away from war with everything else that uh, you look back at that. And during my life and times uh, after the war, I look back at that one particular day when God heard my prayer. I said, I heard you the first time when I was praying in different places and I didn't see what I wanted to see. That helicopter was my answer. Mm. And now God has said to me, you can believe in me. You have faith through the storm. Mm. Man, I, I cannot wait to see this documentary. I mean, uh, Major Capers, The Legend of Team Broadminded, it's out there now. Uh, Major Capers, first of all, thank you for your faith. Thank you for your service. And Ashley, thank you so much for, for bringing this to us. This is so special and thank you for the time. Oh, thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you, Brandy, for having us. You've been listening to Celebrity Salute. Celebrity Salute is produced by Brainstorm Media and distributed by National Defense Network with host Randy Miller and executive produced by Nate Heron. Be sure to visit us at nationaldefensenetwork.com. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also say, Alexa, play the National Defense Network podcast.